Hello and welcome along to episode 58 of the All Things Lees podcast. I'm Ed McIntyre and joining me as ever is my co-host Charles Foster. Hello. Hi mate, you alright? Yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So happy to, uh, <laughs> after recording, after a really good result the weekend. Yeah, you had a good week as well? Yeah, it's been pretty good, yeah. Yeah, coronavirus free. I mean, as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, you have had to cancel a whole day though, haven't you, unfortunately? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I was going on over to Italy for my birthday, but that's been ruined, so I can't yeah. go there anymore. I'm, I'm good for you, mate. I'm really good for you. Um, also joining us in the studio is Leash United fan and friend of the show. He's also part of the LUFC Trust. It is Kev Markey. Hello, Kev. Good evening, guys. Yeah. Glad to be back again. Episode yeah. 58. I think 33 was my last one, so it's been a while. <laughs> you will? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. After what's going on in the world at the moment, I think I'm fighting fit. So, yeah, thanks for coming. Really, really, yeah, really good it's to. Uh, relative, it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, really good to uh, have you on, Kev. Uh, really do appreciate yeah, you uh, coming on. Uh, well, let's. Uh, uh, we've got loads to celebrate. Really, in this episode, of course, we'll be discussing last uh, last Saturday's Yorkshire Derby, uh, in which Leeds United beat Huddersfield Town two 0 at Ellen Road. We'll also discuss the Leeds United <coughs> Under 23s and women's team, as well as look at the latest news coming out of Ellen Road. Of course, the big story is regarding the coronavirus. We'll discuss all of that before looking ahead to Leeds United's next game, which sees them travel to Cardiff City on Sunday. It's the All Things Leeds podcast. <laughs> We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, well, more formal welcome to Kev. Uh, Kev, of course, you do a lot of work for the Leeds United Trust. Yes. Um, of course, the food bank. Is that going well this season? Uh, yeah, it's been uh, one of our better um, things that we've done over the last sort of couple of years. It was front page news on the post, I believe, last week as well. So it came to people's attention a lot last Friday when they sort of read it. And we got a good bumper amount of bags of food and everything on on the Saturday so it was great great news that we it, it'd been shown you know that people are suffering in the in the community or West Yorkshire community so it was a great uh, great to see so many people on Saturday sort of providing loads of uh, food and uh, extras for for the families out there so it's something they've been doing now for like I say the last couple of years it's been a very uh, successful thing and They've uh, got loads of um, thousands of amounts of food uh, for for families out there, and uh, hopefully it will continue towards the end of the season because it's um, every home game sort of two hours before the kickoff outside Billy's statue. All the volunteers are there waiting for everybody, and they've got a nice big van to put everything in. And um, yeah, it's been a quite a successful thing that we've done over the last couple of years. It's something to be proud of, really. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic what uh, they do. You know, with the food bank supporting families who are less fortunate than others, really. Exactly. Um, of course, if you do go to to these night games, home games on a regular basis, it's really hard to miss. Really, uh, a big. Uh, Big table just full of food and yeah, with a food bank gone. sign behind it and everything. So it's everything's sort of there. We're just waiting for people to come and uh, you know join in and help us out. And anybody, anybody can, if you can't manage to bring anything down, you can always volunteer for f- ten, fifteen minutes behind the stalls and collect all the all the stuff that comes in. Everything's appreciated with with the guys there. Yeah, have you done good numbers this season? Yeah, I mean I haven't got the exact figures with me, but I believe it's. Um, quite a substantial amount of food that we've collected over the season plenty of uh, families are getting helped and it's sad to know really that you know some of the kids that are involved 
going on a shop to them is not going to the supermarket. It's going down to the food bank and just collecting sort of free food that helps the family out. So it's, in a way it's sad, but in a way it's very uh, fulfilling that we can help these people as well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, one thing that I do need to ask you, though, uh, of course, the Legion Act Trust uh, held a centenary exhibition in the Mevian Centre. Yeah. Of course, that's shut now. Is there any plans for another another <coughs> showcase room to, to be opened? It would be fantastic if something like that could happen again because it was a very successful six-week period. We had quite a number of people coming down. Calvin Phillips came down to do a Q&A. We had uh, um, Alan Clark coming down as well. Uh, doing the same, Phil Hay from um, you know the former Yorkshire Evening Post reporter was down there with Daniel Chapman talking about his new book. So it was really exciting what was going on. It'd be it'd be great if something like that could occur again, maybe in the um, off season again, or maybe before the start of next season, and hopefully we can celebrate with the fans again because it it did go down really well and. I think it's just a case to watch this space and see what can happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was good. I mean, me and Charles went to, I think it was the last night, wasn't it, of the Q&A with Calvin Phillips? Yeah. Yeah, we really did enjoy mm. it. We, it was so, they so They were showcasing the, uh, the 1-0 FA Cup win over Arsenal on the on a kind of big screen behind them while, yeah. we, while, um, while we, went, uh, we went for Calvin to arrive. Yeah. And we were walking around all the uh, all the old stuff and uh, mm. seeing that... <laughs> Paul Rohubka and Felix Viedvold clubs in in, a, in the same or, or, frame in the, in the same frame was a particular highlight of mine. That was quite funny, to be fair. Hey, don't knock Felix. <laughs> but it, yeah, it was a really good showcase. So hopefully something like that comes back. There was a lot of better stuff in there, but that for for, for a personal yeah. highlight. Oh, of mine, yeah, yeah. There was there was. There was I've kind of I saw Robert Snodgrass's boots in there. That was quite good. They, yeah. they had like an old from the '75 um, Champions Cup final. They had the, like a big kind of. Um, I don't know what to call it, like a flag or like a yeah. maybe like a throw anyway, um, like a, a banner, and that was really good. But like <laughs> the gloves still wouldn't be laughing. Yeah. Most. That was really good. Yeah, really, we should have the seventy-five European Cup final in there because that's because <laughs> we won it. We really won it, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we won it. Forget what the records say. We won and it. The referee's whistle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to last Saturday's West Yorkshire derby. Then, uh, of course, Leeds United beating Huddersfield Town two 0 at Ellen Road. Uh, I guess first of all, we need to mention the team lineup really because Marcel. He also was forced uh, to make one change. Skytano Bavadi replaced Cameron Phillips uh, with Bavadi playing at centre-back and Ben White moved into defensive midfield. Uh, apparently Phillips had a slight knock and he should be back for the next game. Uh, but Charles, you said it last week though, you thought that Phillips didn't look 100% away at Hull. So I'm guessing you weren't too surprised when you saw the lineup. No, I thought he looked uncomfortable against Hull. He didn't appear to be at his kind of full fitness. He, didn't, he wasn't running about as much as he normally does. He looked a bit... A bit pained in doing some of the stuff he did. He clearly, clearly see what he wasn't. He wasn't hundred percent. He lost the ball a couple of times. Yeah, it's he, not like him. At he, all, he got it? he got robbed of possession um, yeah. at least once um, against Hull. Just um, just dallying on the ball. Um, mm. So he clearly wasn't up to it. You know, maybe not up to very, it mentally or physically. Yeah, very unPhillips on it against Hull. Yeah. And when when the team was announced, like you say, not a major surprise, but there were a lot of groans going on. Oh, we're going to miss what, um, miss him against in a local derby again. So there were a few anxious people about, but obviously, and, and Ben White, even though he's been one of our better players this season, he hasn't been totally convincing uh, playing in the Phillips position. But I thought on on Saturday he did really well, and probably yeah. probably his best performance yeah. in that, yeah, in that, in that so. area in that yeah, position. Definitely, yeah. And Nick Bales is even talking about him playing there, sort of 
you know, going forward in, in his career because he reckons he'll do a good job well, there. I mean, so. if, if David Louise can do it, then he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ben White certainly was good on Saturday. And, you know, I must admit, when the lineup came out, I was kind of surprised. I was expecting Phillips to start, really, especially because he did start against Hull. But, you know, I, I was quite frustrated because I was like, well, don't have Cam Phillips, he's our best player, so I wonder how we're going to do. But, you know, I wasn't that, that disgruntled, really, because yeah. I knew that away at Huddersfield, we beat them 2-0 um, early on. Without Cam Phillips, Ben White played there, and we did fine, won the game. And Ben White, you know, he has been improving in that position, really. As you said, it's probably his best game and in defensive midfield on Saturday. The, the closest that he's ever come to scoring as well, I think, as well. He had that one bit. On a number was, of occasions. He had yeah. that one bit where he was out kind of like from where we were stood um, in the south stand. He was out on like the right wing, <laughs> um, you know, as we, as we were attacking the cot for some reason at one point. He was he was that far forward yeah, with the yeah. ball. He does that a lot, doesn't yeah. he? And um, his celebration afterwards, you can tell he's part of the team now because he was really getting stuck in with the crowd you think he'd be fuming though because it was his head a really good head that got saved you're yeah thinking, Jesus I can't believe that's not gone in and, and obviously Paddy just follows it in and then we <laughs> yeah, Phillips is doing this thing now after nearly every game when we win that he's coming out and getting the crowd going didn't they kind of the Pontus the second of the Pontus yeah. yeah that Steve Evans I think started all that didn't he back he did he did yes unbelievably if there's one ma- man's example you don't want to follow it's Steve Evans <laughs> well, yeah, um, in both diet and attire it's a shame <laughs> to mention his name but I think he was the, one of the first to, to get the crowd going with the pumps and that. You know, Probably so the yeah. most famous man in sombrero I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> sombrero and shorts. Sombrero shorts. Cold Ellen I remember going to the Burnley game, you know, when they all walk out in front of the, um, on the side entrance, though, they walk out in front of the crowd. And I remember the uh, Leeds fans, obviously Steve Evans was, wasn't far away, and they, were, they started doing the, and they were going like this, not before kickoff, for God's sake! I'm not doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine doing everything, all that before a kick, yeah. kicking off. Yeah, again. I mean, all, us Leeds fans love it, don't we? Oh, we yeah. absolutely love it. Just love a bit of crowd participation. Yeah, um, yeah. It'd be great to be back at Burnley next season as well in yeah. the uh, old Premier League, of course. <laughs> um, but Ben White, though, I mean, you know, you did say yeah. probably his best performance, and he is improving in that position, isn't he, Kev? Well, we do a match of the day um, nominations for the trust. Um, Man of a match. Yeah, sorry, my mother. The, the Gary Lineker nominations. <laughs> yeah, Gary Lineker nominations. He usually wins it. Um, yeah, we do man of the match uh, nominations after every game, and Ben White is having a cracking season. Listen, me, he's up yeah. there with Phillips and Cleek. Uh, Paddy's there as well. Bamford. He's, yeah. uh, he's had a few decent games over the. They call it the. Um, they call it the Paul Medley Award, didn't they, last season? Yeah, it's, they, the, it's the, the same thing, really. It's called the Paul Medley. That was the first year we did it last year. Uh, obviously, honouring Paul Medley after he sort of died. We thought, what's the best thing we can do uh, as a trust? We sort of named the award after him, basically. So this is the second year of the Paul Medley Memorial. Yeah. Calvin won it last season. I think it's just the n- most number of uh, YEP Man of the Match awards, isn't it, as well as your Man of the Match awards and the trust? Yeah, it's basically it's just the trust awards. Now, right? Right, we'll yeah. just concentrate on all our members or whoever's been watching the game, nominating their top four players, really. Yeah. Is uh, Ben White leading it then this season? Ben, Ben's up there. Uh, I'm not going to say exclusively who's leading at the right. moment, just to spoil it towards the end. Yeah, I suppose. Who won it on Saturday? He's uh, he's one of the main guys with like I say with Paddy Calvin again, uh, Cleek um, and Harrison, yeah. sort of main guys that look like we. Oh, that's pretty fair. Yeah. yeah, I mean you do hope Ben White stays, don't you? You really do hope that he does stay. Yeah, but with all the clubs that are linked with it, Arsenal, the latest club now to be linked with. Yeah. Him. I hate it. I'm always, I hate I'm always it. a bit gutted that Calvin's never won Player of the Year because mm. Pablo always wins Player of the Year, and then last year 
obviously he's, he's too old <coughs> now really to win young player because mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I said too old he's 24 but he kind of yeah. he's kind of 18 to 22 23 in it for a young player yeah. so he's kind of too old to win a young player and Pablo yeah. is, I think Pablo's won the last three seasons hasn't he from the club he's doing well hasn't he and it was great to see him do his um, you know book of three uh, nutmeg again last uh, <laughs> Fantastic, That's wasn't that. it? The funniest one was another one. Yeah, it? that that was good. But the one from Helder Costa down near the South End, where he, he absolutely, I think it was Harry Toffolo for, for for Huddersfield. He megged him and absolutely tore him apart, and then accidentally yeah. knocked the ball out. And he was fuming with himself. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that was a ridiculous piece of skill. I know. Yeah, he he, uh, he has been coming on leaps and bounds a bit, Costa, in the last, especially the last couple of months. I think though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He's doing well at the moment. I just wish he'd commit to more crosses. He often he it's waits just for the final third. He waits for Ailing to make the overlap, and he yeah. gives it to Ailing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the final decision making really that just isn't yeah. there quite yet. He's very good at bombing down the wing yeah, and beating break, players. Breakaway and counter attack. He's the best in the yeah. team at counter attacking. And it sounds like they're going to commit to signing him as well. Yeah, rumors, sounds like a four year today. deal, really. Yeah, yeah. So. Him and Mesley uh, seem to be. Uh, we've, had, we've had a few uh, dodgy scenarios with four year deals, and we us in boy comes to mind. <laughs> but Helder <laughs> Costa looks like a good player, deal. though. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's on about thirty. Yeah, I think he's on a lot of high wages. That was well. a strange one. Anyway, yeah. we've given that new guy we've got as well. Is it Pavedo? The, the pronounced the long contract, four and a half year contracts, and he, he's had sort of one decent reserve game at the week during the week, and that's about it. Uh, we've hardly seen the guy, but. Augustine as well, not seeing yeah. him. Transfers yeah. delete. He came on against <laughs> Bristol City, he got injured, I think, in that game. Um, it was, I think, the main thing with the January <coughs> transfer window, as expensive as it was, I think it was mainly just to kind of calm everybody down in the fan base. Yeah, we've lost think, Eddie, yeah, let's get an Eddie replacement in. And then everyone will think, all right, it's yeah. sound now, we can all focus on it. I think there's more, uh, uh, obviously the, the club want the players to do well, but it kind of settled everyone down at the time, and then it was, and then it, we, we got to crack on into February and March, and it all went, I actually, I actually don't think Bielsa wanted anybody in, but no. Arthur's <laughs> yeah. got. We got to do something. Otherwise. I think. I think Bielsa wanted one striker. Yeah, maybe purely so, just yeah. to replace Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this podcast has been really derailed, hasn't it? Oh well, yeah. Uh, back on to a Saturday's game. Of course, highest crowd of the season with uh, thirty-six thousand yeah, five hundred fourteen fans. It, yeah. yeah um, I mean, fans thought it could be because of them, but yeah, yeah they, well, they all thought it was hilarious. <laughs> kind of is really exclusive return up for them, but in fact, they're the only club that have actually sold out the away yeah. end this year. And that's yeah. fair play to Huddersfield fans for, for actually packing out the end. Fair play for creating an atmosphere for about ninety seconds until we scored. Yeah. I mean. I saw them all saying, "Oh yeah, we, we we had a much better atmosphere in the away end than in the home end." I was like, "We didn't hear them once." Not really. Yeah, no. we heard them at the start of the game, and that I, was it. No, I heard them at the start, and then I heard them when they announced the attendance because they thought that yeah. was hilarious. I heard them then, and that was yeah. it. <laughs> but of course, an impressive attendance, though. Fantastic atmosphere. I mean, and all the attendances have been superb yeah. this season, and you got to give it to the crowd yeah. coming this season. It's yeah. but the atmosphere on Saturday was was something special. Yeah. Of course, a dream start for Leeds United going one nil up well, on just so. three minutes. Uh, Jack Harrison's cross uh, found Luke Halen at the back post who volleyed the ball first time into the back of the net I mean it was Charles our, what a goal it was our, pretty much our first attack of the game because they, mm. they'd, they'd won a couple of turnovers in our half and they were kind of pressuring us a bit and they were, they were doing alright yeah. and we weren't doing much and we, were, we didn't start off brilliantly and then we got the ball forward for the first time and then we scored immediately it was just brilliant Yeah. and then when Quest showed uh, on TV on the Saturday that his um, routine on Friday when he was practising it Exactly the moral. Exactly the same. The same. Yeah. Training, yeah. Yeah, you could see 
why he was celebrated even more, I suppose, by lighting his hair down a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was. I mean, a, what a celebration! <laughs> it, got, it got flicked up to click, didn't it? And he did a really decent back heel to Pablo. Yeah, it, it, great it, flick on it. Yeah. It was it, a really nice goal. It was a nice yeah. move, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Move. Gave it over to Harrison, obviously runs it to the byline. The Huddersfield defenders have got to do better than that. I'd be fuming yeah. if our fullbacks were that standing yeah. that much off. Away. Yeah, Luke Allen was just free, wasn't he? And people were saying that the Roberts goal prior to that hole uh, was maybe better because of the move. But when you look at the move leading up to the Ailing goal. It's very similar phenomenal. Sort of move, really. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, flicking the balls all afternoon. There were a similar ones with uh, for Harrison's volley that went just wide of the post as well. Yeah, that, that was cracking. A really uh, good move. I, I thought it took a deflection that, but when you looked at it again, it was just, just slightly went yeah. Yeah. by the post a bit. But you know, some incredible finish <coughs> from Luke Hale and, and fantastic <laughs> celebration. Absolutely well. loved it. Well, and I was fuming as well because I had missed this. I had just parked yeah. my car, walking on my way down to the road when I heard that we had scored. It was so weird for me because I was like, when I was fuming because I had missed a goal, I was like, oh, we've scored. And I was like, oh, yes, we scored. Brilliant. <laughs> I thought you were so weird. The VIP entrance, said, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he does in his gantry days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, fantastic goal from Luke Hale. Uh, that's now four goals for him this season. And he's only scored six in his entire league career so just <laughs> I think he's only got 12 in his entire footballing yeah. career yeah. Long goal scorer long may it continue yeah. goal <laughs> machine games to go yeah I would love it if he overtook uh, I mean I, I won Bamford did really well but if Aileen overtook Bamford the goal scored then does it if you got like 14 goals yeah. I mean really he must funny. be on some sort of funny goal contract or something yeah. well he's, he's halfway he's halfway like, like Antonucci's when uh uh, he didn't get played because if he scored one more goal, uh, yeah. Chilino owed him a lot more money, so they <laughs> so refused yeah, to play him. him. Yeah. <laughs> He's halfway. Allegedly. Not, I, I, allegedly, I Allegedly. Yeah. But uh, fantastic goal from Luke and Goal of the season for you, Charles? <clears throat> there's a few. It's, cer- it's certainly a there's, a, there's a... there's a few contenders. I mean, click, click, click against click, Middlesbrough. That was a really good one. Pablo against Bristol City in the first game of the season. Yeah. Turn around, left foot, top corner. Brilliant goal. There's so many good ones, isn't there? But yeah, yeah. that's up there, though. Yeah. Tyler Roberts' counter-attacking goal was good. The, yeah. the, the one against Reading away, even that was quite a poor game of football, that Harrison great goal. Move, wasn't it? Great yeah. move, yeah. yeah. The one against Bristol City as well, opening day of the season. Yeah, oh, yeah, I just want yeah, to yeah. say that. Uh, yeah. That one against Stoke away, the one that Dallas got. Dallas goal, yeah. Went away, Pablo just passed it into and the that space. That involved a player called uh, Adam Forshaw, if you remember him. <laughs> he was involved in that. that didn't, he, didn't he have the ball against the post that we're going to win? Is he still playing? Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> then Bamford took the uh, Reddies. Yeah. Uh, but some fantastic goals this season. Luke Hailing's goal just to add to their collection there. Um, Huddersfield, they then grew into the game, really created some chances. Chalabar missed from close range uh, with Meslier saving the shot with his ass, really. At least created uh, plenty of chances as well, though. Yeah, initially yeah. I thought I'd gone in, and then I turned around and, th- and the Huddersfield fans were celebrating. I thought, right, Messi was sat in. on it. Messi was sat on the ball, mate. And then, and then I thought, well, it must hit side netting. <laughs> no, he just sat on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we were opposite end of grounds. We couldn't see. Yeah, it. no, you yeah. couldn't really get a good view of it. Uh, but these, of course, created plenty of chances as well. Jack Harrison shot just wide on the volley um, after connecting with uh, Aliens Cross. Uh, ben White then headed just wide uh, off the post. Uh, of course, one 0 to Leeds at half time. Um, but you you were thinking, though, Charles, if Huddersfield had taken one of the chances, it would have been a completely different game. The other goal killed them, really, didn't it? Yeah, the um, the, the Charleville one was, was probably their best of the game. They had a couple of efforts outside the box in the second half. Um, but, yeah, you, you felt that, I mean, even their, their manager, uh, Cowley after, Danny Cowley, after the game, uh, and his brother, which is weird enough, that's his brother's his assistant manager anyway. He was, he yeah. was, he was saying that they uh, they needed that challenge chance to go in really if they wanted to get anything. It's strange though because they, they both do the pre-season warm up as well. The Carly brothers, I noticed they were doing taking them up and down. 
Yeah. Crazy. Proper football coaches. Like Rod Redfern used to do. Well, they? It, they put the cones out and everything. That's what proper football <laughs> coaches do, really, isn't it? Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. You always, you they never see, there, you huh? never see managers out when they're warming up before the yeah, game. Yeah, but you class Bielsa as a proper coach. Yeah. He, he doesn't do all the kind yeah, of. Asked, I mean, he's know. a bit old now. He didn't even celebrate Ellen's goal. <laughs> oh, that was funny. It was like Bench all going mental, and he was just. He didn't even turn round. Yeah, I love Bielsa. Redfern used to do all that though, didn't he? Take the pre yeah. match. I like that. I yeah. like I like the coach, you know, watching the players warm up before the game. I just think it's so it's but I just feel fans of Slating Cowley as well for being so complimentary to Bielsa and Leeds. <laughs> we said no more nice things about them than he did well, about us. Well I mean if if back in <laughs> I, mean, I think it's the kind of cover, a lot of managers do that just to cover their own backs, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, I mean if if back in twenty seventeen Gary Monk was praising David Wagner at Huddersfield I would have been fuming well given he assaulted him it'd be allegedly uh, I'll add that in for legal reasons <laughs> given he assaulted him at Huddersfield away, allegedly that's very unlikely to have given he barged him out of yeah. the technical area but, but if he was praising him I, I, I wouldn't <coughs> have been too happy really uh, but it is nice for me, Danny Cowley praising him I know we've been spoiled up a little bit the last two seasons with Bielsa because the last two seasons have just been absolutely amazing the first time we've had 70 points I think two years running for, since the early 90s yeah uh, but I think Monk did start it off for me because um, I know he's a bit of a prat these days. But <laughs> that season under Monk at home, especially the, the games were so fantastic, and he got everybody united again. Yeah, you know, and every, Kyle Bartley at the back. Oh yeah, thing, I mean know. the job that Gary Monk did yeah, should have been unnoticed. Should, he maybe really. should have been helped to progress it a bit more because the season after we were just back to square one again. Well, yeah. he, was, he resigned immediately, didn't he, in the kind of May? Didn't he yeah. get a long-term contract? Or he he got, I think got offered three years, and he just um, Middlesbrough offered him more money, obviously. Yeah. Better, better contract. So I mean, that's what he was. So he snaked us. Yeah. Enough about the snake, mate. <laughs> and then he snaked Borough for Birmingham. And then yeah. Birmingham for Wednesday. And now he's just lost 5 0 at the weekend, which is really funny. Has he got a reputation? <laughs> Plus, they're going to get a points deduction, apparently. Yeah. Well. I don't know. But. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from the snake. Right. Uh, I mean, we can't go, <laughs> we can't move on to the second half, really, without mentioning the questionable scenes at halftime really of course a woman oh, asked her husband to renew their wedding vows which of course is fantastic <laughs> congratulations to them but I mean I couldn't really but I couldn't really hear it and apparently she, she was saying a poem but she was just screaming down the oh, microphone. He sounded dreadful. I'm surprised he didn't interrupt her a little bit to, to help her out a bit towards the end because Huddersfield fans were just going, getting bored. I mean, it was right in front of the away fans as well. They were giving a pelters. It was right in front of the away fans as well. And they were all booing. And her voice and... was getting higher and higher when the, <laughs> she was getting booed. And, and, and then she flicked Visa. Yeah, no, it was very nice. And the Huddersfield town fans, they were booing, but you were wondering if Leeds fans were booing as well just to get her off. There's no need for that at a football game, though. No, but I don't know why that was I just want dizzy penalties. It's so hard to <laughs> give me dizzy penalties. Bring especially back dizzy penalties. Uh, Becky, Becky was doing them as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that oh. was brilliant. Um, was it Burn at home when he just turned up and did dizzy penalties? <laughs> All I want is a 30-year-old middle-aged uh, kind of fatter bloke to be, with a pint in his hand. He's got a few pints in a pie. Spinning around the ball and falling on his backside. And that, yeah, ma- yeah. that, that makes half time. On a pitch that had just been sprinkled on as a, well. On a soaking wet pitch. So his jeans are just soaked. Just bring it back. Yeah, bring back this Entertainment value was off the charts with this yeah. yeah. They got rid of him. But, I mean, this was questionable. I mean, the, uh, what happened on Saturday reminded me of Dealey Smith's Let's be Avenue. <laughs> Remind me of that, really. Yeah. I mean, it was... Where are you? That's the only thing that spoiled the day, really, wasn't it? But so we can't really complain yeah. too much. <laughs> that, that was just... It was just bizarre. I just did not know I what think was Lee's happening, really. I think Lee's at the time now when they were heckling. Yeah. I, I was... I mean, fair play to her. She was renewing her vows. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, congratulations, it, 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 congratulations to her. Congratulations to her, but... 
I, I, at the time, I was, I was sat next to him. Thinking, I was just baffled. I, I, wish, I wish he'd just give up so I can have some peace and quiet for a second. And yeah. off. It was horrendous to listen to, and I was just baffled. I, think, I, 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 think I was the confused. Of it, do, doing it at half time maybe wasn't the best idea. Yeah. Maybe before the game, off, yeah. when no one's in the ground. Yeah. yeah. Before the game, when no one's in the ground. Yeah. Was it? Was Jermaine Beckford was there at half time as well, wasn't he? Danny Mills. Yeah. yeah. Danny Mills. Danny Mills was like taking photos of everybody. He was getting amongst the crowd, wasn't he? In the southeast corner, he was trying to promote the Legends charity match. Called off that. I don't know, but I know it's not been selling too well. It's only sold 10,000. That's why he came up, isn't it? Uh, it's £20 a ticket, isn't it? Yeah, to watch 40 year old men who can't run. German has been, is it? German has been. Playing the recreation of a game that we should have won back in 1975. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think anyway. it's because we, we'd already done, uh, we'd already played him in a friendly, didn't we, in the 90s? I think, we've, I think we played him in a. Yeah, in we like did. A, as a, as a kind of repeat of the 75 final we played it in the 90s and now we're doing it again 20 yeah. years 20 yeah. odd years later and what, there's no really really good reason for it really no I, that. I mean it's for charity which apart from is that good, of course but, but they could have maybe picked a, a, another game yeah. or something and the people like really want to they yeah. done it after the season ended as well I mean, why, a lot more yeah. people why would yeah. you pick a game which we were robbed of winning the European trophy from like I just it's don't a, get it what do you call yeah. it it's an international break obviously that's why they're, why they're sort of um, try to sort of move it in there, but uh, yeah. But apart from it being a different charity, game. Like I say, pick like a game where. Well, Danny Mill says we've. Oh, Lee said we've sold about ten thousand. That means I've sold about five. I reckon. Yeah. Hoping for ten. Just so. do a charity match against Bournemouth. Just recreate that one. <laughs> Away oh, bomb. Dear, dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving yeah. on to the second half, then of course Leeds were very dominant. Town struggled to create anything really. Of course, Harrison uh, missed a header uh, from close range. It was saved. Bamford also had a shot saved. Uh, but Leeds, of course, did double their lead on 51 minutes. Uh, free kick for Pablo Hernandez was delivered into the box. Ben White's header was saved by Lossell, but Bamford tapped home the rebound to make it two 0 I watched this uh, the replay of this goal with the on iFollow with that Huddersfield commentary and Schindler, their defender. I think I don't know whether it's Costa or I know it's on, it's on Bamford and he tackles Bamford, but he absolutely like leathers him in, in, mm. in, and tackles and it's it's a it's the most blatant yellow card yeah, you ever no, see. Yeah, yeah. The commentator's going, "Well, Schindler's not done anything before that. I'm not sure that's warranted." <laughs> I was like, it does not matter. He's he's just two footed. No, it took him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blatant yellow card and foul. So and, and obviously free kick comes <clears> in. Really good uh, of Ben White to get. Up, up above everybody, force a really good save out of Lossel. Lossel, to be fair, had a decent game. He did, yeah. Yeah, he did. He did I thought when fair. the referee started booking early as well, I thought it's going to be a long game, this, and somebody's going to get sent off eventually. Yeah, because Berardi and, and Ayling both got booked. I, I must have said, Berardi looked like he's going to have one of those days, which he hasn't had since Derby County in the playoffs. Let's put it right. He, well, um, he were immense again. There, you know. there was one point when they were counter-attacking us as well after a corner, and he was getting close to him, and he considered, you could see it, he yeah. was considering fouling him, and he decided to let him go so that he didn't get sent off. It's like he's got an earpiece yeah. in there. Nope, <laughs> no, not now. Right there, no, right. no, leave it alone. An earpiece <laughs> that connects to Danny Cowley, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just thinking there, right, let, Coop, let Coops do it. Coops Coop, can leather him because he's not been, not been booked yet. Apparently that's... Um, I don't know the exact start, but it's about, I think it's his 14th game, and he's kept up, oh, 15th, and he's kept about 11 clean sheets whilst he's played Berardi. So it's not a bad record. I, f- is I it? feel a bit bad for him because obviously he's in his he's in his 30s. He's play, he plays out of position because he, yeah. he, he is actually a right back. No who, sign who, of a contract. Yeah, so. no sign of a contract, and he, he turns up whenever he's needed. Yeah. Plays, we get a decent result, <laughs> and then he goes straight back on the bench. Yeah, no. yeah. it's quite sad that that he hasn't got a new contract. He'll be up. 
I'll be upset to see him leave. Really. Well, Noel Whelan on BBC Radio reckons he should bow out if we get promoted at the season. Say, right, I've done my bit now. We've got promoted and maybe go on to passage oh. new. But I think Leeds fans love I him. I think he's I a good squad player, yeah. really. I think you know? he wants to return Just to Italy, though, as well. Maybe so. Maybe, yeah, maybe not at the with moment, his family. But, you know. Maybe not at the moment, no. <laughs> <laughs> when it opens <laughs> no, again. Certainly yeah. not at the moment. <laughs> if anybody can kill a virus, though, it's for our game. Can't kill anything, virus. really, can't he? But yeah, please, Bamford got a goal. Now 13 goals for Bamford for the season uh, now there were some fans before the game though wanting Tyler Roberts to start ahead of Bamford of course because Tyler Roberts got two goals away at Hull Charles did you want Roberts to start? Um, I would have liked to see him start I, first I want to give him credit for his celebration because it wasn't any of his you know his aim off petulant celebrations oh, yeah. he actually it was a really good celebration he was happy about he, it he yeah. was buzzing about it and Brady was also the first one to air yeah, after yeah, his goal yeah. and the first one to Bamford after his goal yeah. <laughs> the first yeah. one there so, so yeah, it was really good to see that. He, he clearly he really wanted it, and he was really pleased to get it. And it was it was good finish. It was time and place, be there, put it in the net. That is your job. Yeah, I think to be fair, the fans have been be, been behind him, despite what people say. They might yeah, get a few brickbats on Twitter or whatever, but the crowd in general have always supported him. So, like you say, he's been a bit petulant sometimes with his celebration. Yeah. Last season at uh, Preston, I reckon he did the same sort of thing. Yeah. Didn't he? I mean, he definitely does need to score more, really. He does for a striker, but his work rate, like everybody says, yeah. he's, he's fantastic, it's phenomenal. But he's got nine games to go. Hopefully, he can get a few more and get closer to maybe eighteen, twenty. You never know. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that. I'm, I'm never going to be against the Leeds player scoring goals. No. <laughs> people think, oh yeah, you've got a gender against certain players. You really don't. Yeah. No, you I, just want them to do well. I would, but, I would happily see Meslier score the rest of the yeah. goals of the season. But your yeah. question about Roberts, yeah, I mean, everybody probably was clamouring for him at the start on Saturday, but Bielsa doesn't do it that way, does he? Yeah, he, he so, doesn't. And, and when Roberts came on, he, you know, I know we're winning quite comfortably, he pulled out a few little tricks here and there. He looked, he looked pretty fit. Yeah, he's a good player. Well, he's had a bad virus himself, uh, which no, he, is the reason he's been out. When, he, when, he, cracked his, when he cracked his shin bone, you know, yeah. in, in uh, when we signed him, apparently there was a, a post-surgery infection yeah. in there, which... He had to get sorted, otherwise he'd end up like yeah. Santa Cazorla, you know, when his, so his was, muscle got it dissolved. Was, it was yeah. fairly serious then, right? People yeah. Oh, yeah, it was oh, serious. He's a bit of a sick now, but yeah. so it's that is quite a serious illness. I think Phil Hayes done an article on it in The Athletic, if you yeah. want to go, anyone wants to go read that. He says that it, it could have been career-ending, the, yeah. the, um, the infection, if it had gone, if they let it spread. Yeah, so it's really fortunate that, you know, yeah, the, he the, is fine. And he's playing really well yeah. at the moment. He looked immense against Hull when he yeah. came on. Thanks to Cleek, obviously, providing him with two great... Two, two great yeah. players. Yeah. <laughs> Assists, yeah, yeah, two great crosses. I mean, what, what, another, what another great player to mention, Cleek? How many games has he played consecutively now? 83, 84, I, think I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's 86, I think. 85, 86. It's like, like a machine, though, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. it's, it's in that region. It's 83 to 87, I mean, definitely. How has he not been injured, injured yet? <laughs> How has he not been injured yet? He, he runs a lot. <laughs> he's, Apparently he's when just, he gets yeah. angry, he runs even more. He's never yeah. been sent off as well, despite being booked a number of times. Yeah, he's just he's just a phenomenal player, yeah, Matash Click. He's, he's shit out a um, few times and he's got away with stuff. I can't believe yeah. he hasn't been set off for certain uh, antics, like spraying that water bottle in that yeah, bottle. That, that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then he, and then he just wandered on, oh, when he... Um, and the Aston Villa incident. Yeah, Aston Villa, where, where yeah. I think Conor Huram was trying to murder him. And he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he just didn't care. Yeah. He, was, he grabbed him back to show. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you doing, mate? Yeah, <laughs> Click's great. Yeah, Click is great. 
I, I must admit, I would have liked Tyler Robert to start on Saturday, but I mean, we knew it wasn't going to happen. Bamford, of course, scoring, so fantastic. I, feel, I still think he'll get. Um, his, I mean, now fingers crossed that he's fit again. He's looking good. I think he'll get an opportunity. Oh yeah, before the season finishes. Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. You'd hope so. Um, of course, Leeds <clears> pushed for a third goal. Jack Harrison at the bar. Really unlucky, Jack Harrison. He's just not got the rub of the green at the moment, has he? That, that, that shot against the bar at Hull would have been such a good goal if that had gone in. And this one as well, because he... Exactly the same, he, really. He, he picks up the yeah. ball, he dribbles past four players, yeah, at yeah. least four players, Dribbling past everyone. turns around, pings it, and you think, all right, this, this is going to go above, above the bar. And then you think, all right, this might go in this. And he just hits the post every time, and it's so good. Yeah, it's now, really unlucky. he's got this nickname, Jackie Haradon or something. Jackie Haradon, oh, the square ball. Of <laughs> Jackie first touch Harrison. <laughs> Yeah. But he has been immense this season. Yeah, it's just been really unlucky. Eight million quid looks a snip at the moment. And his Jackie status. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely um, sign him. Yeah, he, hopefully he gets a goal soon because he really does deserve one. I mean, he's got an assist though. As a winger, I would rather him get an assist than get yeah. goals. And he is but getting it, attention as well, oh, which right. you know, yeah. for the right things. But so. he does deserve a goal because he is playing phenomenal at the moment. He's Jack Harrison. Um, but yeah, Leeds, of course, held on to win 2 0, doing the double over Huddersfield Town. Fifth consecutive win and fifth consecutive clean sheet. Now six games unbeaten as well. So. Fantastic. Did you watch Fantastic the uh, Quest TV highlights on the weekend where Neil Warnock was telling us how, despite having the most in the top four uh, divisions of English football, we have a problem with clean sheets? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason Sky didn't keep him. Because <laughs> he yeah. just talked. I, 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 yeah. I should know if it's the most in top four tiers or just in the EFL, but we definitely have the most clean sheets in, in the EFL. 30, yeah, 30 goals conceded in 37 games. Se- 17 clean sheets. Yeah. Best defence in Europe at one point. <laughs> Just yeah, talks yeah, about Neil Warnock. <laughs> it was as well. And, and Neil's out of a job at the moment, so I'm actually on Yeah, there's it a reason. Has, I mean, he's popping up on Soccer Saturday as well, yeah. isn't he? Mouthing off. Because <laughs> he's a personality. Mm. No, just yeah. talks about Or absence thereof. <laughs> um, who was your man of match for Saturday's game? Because, of course, I put a poll out on the All Things Least Twitter. Um, the options were Luke Kaelin, Jack Harrison, Gaetano Pavardi, and Ben White. Uh, thank you to everyone uh, who voted. Who do you think won here? I, it, who do, I, who do I think won the poll? Or who do yeah, I, who do you think won the poll? Probably Luke Ayling for, for yeah. the goal. Is he your man of the match? Um, I would have given it to Jack Harrison, personally. Yeah. I think that would be a good so I. Yeah, the trust picked, um The trust members picked uh, Ayling, but I'd have gone with Harrison myself as well. Yeah. I thought he was immense. I mean, I, I, I probably would have gone with Brad to be honest, I thought it was fantastic. I just feel sorry for that. I do. So many options because you know the team's played really well, doesn't it? I mean, the, the best part about Berardi is he didn't really notice him any difference in the performance. And the, if you if you don't notice any, any changes when you change a defensive lineup, you know it's worked well. Especially when he's being booked so early in the game as well. I mean, yeah. To keep his discipline for the next yeah. one. 70, 60 minutes. Just fantastic. Yeah, it, it, it was good. Uh, but yeah, really good. Apart um, from a few dodgy little b- passes out of defence when he gave it to the Huddersfield opposing team. Yeah. yeah. Apart from that, it looked... He, he, solid. Yeah, he was solid. Yeah. He was solid again. Um, but yeah, really good win on uh, Saturday. Of course, results went our way at the weekend. Nottingham Forest lost 3 0 to Millwall on the Friday night game. Matt Smith um, trick, which was very funny. <laughs> and uh, Joe Lolly's getting loads of stick on Twitter for obviously when they beat us, he, he gave us a lot of stick and says Leeds are falling apart again and all this business. Uh. <laughs> now he's getting loads of brickbats back uh, again. Karma, karma. Um, Bristol City, they drew 1 all with Fulham and Swansea also drew 0 0. Um, no, no, Bristol City drew one all with Fulham. was it 
Fulham. Bristol City and Fulham played each other. Swansea drew 0-0 with West Brom. That's it. Yeah, I put I put Fulham here for both of these games. So mistaken might be after. Fulham haven't sold all the tickets for the game next week either. Tom Kenny did us over there as well because he's equalised for Fulham in like the 84th minute. Oh yeah, I was fuming. Absolutely, absolutely fuming. That was a yearly kickoff as well on Saturday, wasn't it? So. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was uh, saying earlier, it's, it's great walking into the ground and everybody's watching the pre um, the pre match, you know, about twelve thirty kickoff. Cheering on Bristol City. Usually <laughs> involves either Brentford the other week when they drew two all against Blackburn. <laughs> when Blackburn were two 0 up, everybody was oh yeah we're going to beat and then they pulled it back to Brentford two, scored two goals in about ten minutes. <clears throat> it was really weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it has been. I was keen for me pint and they were two 0 up and I got to the front when of the you queue th- with two two. <laughs> and when you think six games ago if they'd beaten us at Griffin Park they'd be not same points as us. Yeah. The property would have gone above us because they had a better goal difference. And six games later, it's mental. Them. Yeah, of course the uh, three <clears throat> points on Saturday move 16, leads sixteen points clear of seventh as well. I yeah, mean, I think we're at our lowest point. We were only seven clear of seventh. Yeah, it's mental. Um, of course, the three Crazy points season. on Saturday move leads one point clear at the top of the championship table uh, with seventy-one points. Uh, we are seven points ahead of Fulham, who are in third. Um, are we as good as up now, Charles? Do you think? No. <laughs> I mean, you hate to say it, but right, I'm going now. You hate to say it because it's a jinx. <laughs> Can you see us bowling it though? We're in such a good position. There is never a point in, in any game or any fixture list where I cannot see us bottling it. I can always see us bottling it at some point. We're in such a good position right now. We we, It's it's a good position. Even Stuart Dallas admitted in his post-match interview, he said, I, I'd be lying if I say we weren't in a good position, because we are. He it's sounded quite Fantastic position. Was, he? Yeah. Talking, but yeah. it could be better. And even he said it, it could be better. And it, it can always oh, be better. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we, it could be have, better. It's a stupid question, though, isn't it? Yeah. Can it be any better, Stuart? Like, well, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, we could be 20 can. points clear. <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could have won every game this season, <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> no, but well, the, I, think, I think you're right. Next three games, if we're in a similar sort of position, with, uh, what, six to go? Cardiff, uh, Fulham, <clears> and then Luton, don't we? If you win them three... Six I'm games. Gonna, to I'm going to be very, very confident. Yeah. I mean, nine games to go. Kev. If we win them three, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm making that twenty-seven points clear. to play for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nine games to go. Kev, how many wins do you think would see Leeds United up? Because well, remember, Fulham need to win obvious, three more than us. <clears throat> yeah, well, we got eighty-three points last season, which wasn't good enough. I reckon eighty-three will be good enough this season. I reckon we need fifteen points. I reckon eighty-six. Uh, eighty-six will definitely do. It. Oh so no! Five wins I me. think eighty-four will see us up. I'm looking at five wins, maybe maximum. Five wins. Yeah, I mean six points. We'll, yeah. I'm talking about guaranteeing us up. I reckon five, yeah. Yeah. five I mean, we, remember, Fulham need to win three more games than and us. Fulham have got a really tough so, run in. They've got to play West Ham yeah. as well. And nine games to go. If we win six, they'll have to win all and nine. Brentford, not play Brentford yet. Yeah, there's yeah. no Aston Villa around winning ten on the balance this time. Yeah. Like no one's got any consistency in no. the playoffs to the yeah. point where it's becoming really funny. <laughs> it's like, um, like going to the Chuckle Brothers, me to you, you to me. So. <laughs> yeah. Pre- yeah. Preston have been desperately trying to give away a playoff place yeah. for about two weeks now and no one's taking it off. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and we went through that dreadful run. We gave everybody a chance to catch us up. Nobody did. I mean, Blackburn could have overtaken them and they just got and then they got thrashed 3-0 by Derby. <laughs> Preston was 3-0 by Derby. And if they have won they've been in playoffs yeah I mean Preston were just like yeah do you want this do you want this nah. oh you're not taking it I mean, <laughs> fair enough um, but yeah I mean you know if we win four of the last nine games and then Fulham need to win seven which is difficult out of nine games I think we're as good as up me I'm celebrating promotion already we are going up I'd love us to go to Derby oh. opening day of the season and Manchester United at home and just not be asked whether we win or Actually, lose I would like us to win the league 
at Pride Park. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. That'd be great. There and I want, well. I want us to do all the binocular celebration. I want us to bounce around their ground yeah. like they did to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know. That'd be nice. That'd but be calmer. Second, yeah. second will be fine, though. Also, apparently, um, yeah. We want to win it now, though, because we're top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still not, I'm still not fussed. Yeah. I would, honestly, if yeah, someone I'm said to me fussed. right now, all right, you can have second if you want, done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got second. We, we've got the top two. We oh, are going up. I'd I mean, the elbow, yeah. no, but if you look at this stage last season, we were. You're going to get the absolute mick ripped out of you if we go up there. Yeah, I mean, but. You know, at this stage last season, we were two points ahead of Sheffield United away in third, and we finished six points be- behind them on eighty-three points. There were three I mean, clubs sort of close together then that season. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was a kind of three-horse league, whereas yeah. this time it's literally just us all West Brom. Yeah. It's like it's like the Scottish League, <laughs> you know, as it used yeah. to be when it's just like Celtic <laughs> and Rangers, whoever's going to who's going to win. You're it. Right there, yeah, because we've given every other team's had an opportunity to catch us both up, and they haven't. Brentford, so. Brent, I think Fulham had, uh, definitely had the best opportunity to catch us, and they just threw it yeah. away. Yeah. But I, I, I think we're going up. I, it certainly looks good. Um, but of course, Leeds United move on to a Sunday's game. Can you edit this? Um, yeah, can you take all your comments out? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, Have you jinxing us massively? <laughs> but I mean, yeah, certainly in a fantastic position. Um, of course, we move on to a Sunday's game away at uh, Cardiff City. Uh, but first, uh, let's move on to the Leeds United women's team who were in action last Sunday in a second versus third clash. They faced Brighouse Town at the Yorkshire Payment Stadium and unfortunately lost 1 0 after Proud tapped home on the 85th minute to seal the win for Brighouse, sending the incredible eight-game unbeaten run Dan O'Hearn's side had gone on, so hopefully uh, they bounce back from that in their next game. Um, and the Leeds United Under-23s, they were finally in league action last Monday after many games being called off. Uh, they played uh, Barnsley away. Uh, many first-teamers played as well. You had Tyler Roberts, Johnny Elioski, Barry Douglas, uh, Jamie Shackleton and also Ian Perveda as well playing who got an assist in this game setting up Bobby Camwar mm-hmm. to give uh, Leeds a uh, 1-0 lead Camwar's in, in some good form at the moment I mean, scoring uh, yeah. goals the pitch was awful though I don't know if you saw any of that yeah it looked a bit dodgy yeah. couldn't play football on there I mean a really nice goal as well from Bobby Camwar as well yeah he's, he's had a few injury troubles with Bobby Camwar over the last year or so but it's nice to see him scoring again yeah. he, got, he got interviewed by LUTV a while back and it seemed like he was really mm. he was really thinking about pushing on and then he got Bad injury, and he was out for a while. Yeah, but he looks like a good player, though. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah just like Edmondson. Fun. He was, uh, I think, he was about to get called up to the first team squad, and he got injured, didn't he? Yeah, it's That's just unfortunate that um, and Ketir as well with his uh, ball injury. Yeah, um, alleged, alleged testicle <laughs> injury, yeah. which they call, didn't they call it a lower abdominal injury at the yeah. time? And the <laughs> unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that the uh, Leeds United twenty threes couldn't hold on in that game. We ended up drawing one all there, but a decent point, really, though. To be fair, against you know a bouncy academy side, which you know I've been known of recent years to produce some really good players. Well, they signed a lot of our good players. <laughs> yeah, they have, yeah. But um, yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's all right. It was a good goal. It's unfortunate to give away the penalty, but you know they've, yeah. they've had a lot of good form and. They've had a lot of fixtures cancelled recently, so they've got a lot of games around. I just like the way they lead live, so when you're looking at the live um, commentary of the game, oh, what a fantastic goal by Leeds, Pervedo goes down the wing, crosses it, uh, great finish, and there's a big description. <laughs> then ten minutes later, Barnsley, penalty, score, goes to the wrong side, and that's about it. <laughs> Barnsley have equalised, basically. No description <laughs> at all. By your satisfying yeah. <laughs> Is, um, is Kiko Casero allowed to play in the reserve league? Or is he banned from no, all football? I think, I think he's banned from all yeah, football, I think. 
I were a bit disappointed in a way that uh, Kinnear didn't mention anything in the program notes. And so yeah, it was it was quite unusual. Just to, to be draw, honest, draw a little line over it a little bit. Yeah, uh, but I think Kinnear's gone back to Spain now, where they decide whether to punish him even further. You know, with a fine of their own. I sending him back to the Spanish Spain. Spain. No, the Leeds uh, board. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but yeah, so it'll be pro- interesting. I, I think it, waiting five months in the first instance for all to occur and then wait waiting more time then for Leeds to make it I know he's been fined 60 grand and I've got an eight match ban and everything he's been punished heavily I think in a way uh, but Leeds are yet to decide what to do themselves so. yeah. well I mean if Meslier has a really good end to the season we might end up just yeah, uh, yeah I can't it, see him coming back if Meslier yeah. continues playing yeah, it'll certainly be sitting on the ball every game yeah. Yeah, it'll certainly be interesting <laughs> um, but of course for the N23s uh, Paveda got the assist is it time Paveda should be involved with the first team a lot more Charles I think he should certainly be back on the bench it was yeah. strange to see him absent it was bench. against Millwall and that's about it yeah I think yeah. He, needs get, he probably needs to go back on the bench I wouldn't start him Anybody, cause we're in a good I think Stevens oh, yeah. has been playing quite well, though, and he's the guy that he's finding the place for, isn't it? and Stevens has been doing all right. Yeah, so can't complain. Stevens and he kind of deserves a shot, really, doesn't he? Because he's always on the bench, yeah. and he never comes on. So, yeah, well, Goff's had to wait twenty-five games. <laughs> 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 then he gets injured. Just seeing all these people just making these twenty-five games and got a start against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah that's not a bad price. No, no. no, he played yeah. well as well. Um, but yeah, many first teamers played here. Um, but yeah, good point in the end, considering uh, they hadn't played in uh, in many weeks. Um, on some news then, and of course the big topic at the moment is of course the coronavirus, uh, which has uh, very much affected the world of sport. Many games across Europe have either been postponed or are being played behind closed doors. And uh, Leeds United announced on a Sunday, which was International Women's Day, if, if you didn't know, uh, last Sunday. Uh, but yeah, Leeds United announced that uh, further restrictions have been uh, placed at four parts due to concerns. Uh, the uh, women's side, as well as the academy teams, have been moved to new facilities to protect the first team from any risk. Uh, the under-23s and under-18s, though, will continue to use four parts for the time being, but further risk uh, mm. may result in those teams staying away. Also, I've heard that this week, uh, this week's press conference uh, will be at Ellen Road. Um, I mean, Charles, it's, it's very serious, this really. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a concern, especially given that situation at Forest. Uh, yeah, it's a bit odd. Yeah, but uh, the Nottingham Forest players have tested negative. Yeah, the, yeah, the staff, yeah. Quite the staff as well have tested negative. So that's fine. And obviously, the order at this <clears> point will definitely be in isolation, so it's fine. Yeah, he's not going to give it to anybody else. Um, so that's good news. Yeah, it's affecting the. I imagine it'll definitely affect the Euros and the Champions League. In um, I saw a thing today where I think it's. AS Roma are supposed to be playing Sevilla and the uh, they're not, the AS Roma are not allowed to land in Spain they've not been permitted to land in Spain yeah because so, they're supposed to be playing at Sevilla so I don't know how they're going to do that and and the, unless, weird, they, it, unless they just take <coughs> the Sevilla players <coughs> over to Rome uh, with no fans and just play it there and get it done and then come back I think yeah. most of the big leagues have Playing behind closed doors now, is it? Yeah, it's I mean, the Premier League that seems C- to Serie A is, um, yeah. is completely got rid of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah Italy is on lockdown yeah. right now. Yeah. Italy is on complete lockdown April right fall. now. Um, of course, uh, Man City were meant to be playing Arsenal at the Etihad Stadium tonight, recording yeah. on the Wednesday, and that game's been cancelled. It's, it's been called off. I don't so. understand that one because obviously they played at the weekend. They played Olympiacos at Arsenal in the Europa League, that's why. And and the, the owner of Olympiacos is the owner of Forest, the, yeah. owner, the same owner. But Arsenal played after that though as well, didn't they? Yeah, so West Ham, didn't so yeah, West Ham will, will come yeah, into question I mean, as well. You got to take precautions. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, right. it's very uh, concerning, and there is a fear mm. that games in England 
could all be played behind closed doors. If your postponers gaining, then it's a big concern, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, it, it's a massive concern, and yeah, mm. there is that fear that games in England uh, will be played behind closed doors or postponed. What, what are your thoughts on this, Charles? Well, I mean, I think the EFL have said they're already they're not not pl- planning on doing it because they don't. They're see not it planning on playing games behind closed doors because, yeah, quite frankly, teams, especially in League One, League Two, and in non-league, they can't afford <laughs> to have no fans in the ground. It, Even yeah. the Championship, they won't be able to last long without the fans. Yeah. Leeds make a lot of money out of it. Well, most clubs do, but we, we apparently we employ about 2,000 temporary staff as well on match day. And they'll be expected to... They rely on money to obviously pay the bills and stuff, don't they? So, you know, it's going to affect a lot of and local businesses around the, the ground. Yeah. Gravely's fish and chips will suffer a lot as well. I saw I saw <laughs> someone... I don't know how serious this well. I saw someone tweet and saying if they end up, you know, postponing the games or, you know, playing them all behind closed doors to the end of the season, they'll not kind of have a big promotion party. One of the parks, you know, around Beeston, <laughs> <laughs> near the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be good to be fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, if these fans are going to go down, are they? Oh yeah, I mean, if, if they <laughs> are played behind closed doors, you know, it is going to affect clubs because they rely on that ticket revenue. But also, as you say, careful uh, local um, businesses. But also, I don't think playing games behind closed doors would work, especially when it comes to Liverpool and Leeds United, because Liverpool, of course, uh, on the brink of winning the Premier League for the first time in 30 years. If those games are behind closed doors, you'll bet, you know, Liverpool fans will definitely turn up to Anfield one way or another. trophy parade through, like, an empty Liverpool yeah. street. And, <laughs> and Leeds United fans waiting 16 yeah. years to play Premier League football again. We are not pr- missing three, the pr- three this of promotion. Which is League One. <laughs> yeah, we are not missing this promotion. And the last time Liverpool and, won the title, we got promoted. Yeah, and. So, nice uh, little. Yeah, and. Um, if games are played behind closed doors, yeah. fans are going to turn up anyway. Yeah. They're going to surround the stadium. Mm. They're going to cause the yeah. They're going to cause chaos on the roads. You know, chaos in chaos in public really. places. Might as well let people into the ground, but you know. yeah. And also, what what what's what's more concerning? Many fans in crammed into a pub or fans in an open stadium. You know, what's the safest environment there? Yeah, I, don't, I think I, the thing is, I don't think they know what they're going to do at the moment. Yes, yeah. they don't know how serious this is going to get. What they really should do is cancel all the international friendlies and play all the domestic fixtures. You know, bump them all up, play them sooner, yeah. so you can get as many done as possible. Well, like you say, they're on about cancelling or um, holding back Euro 2020 because of this for a year until 2021. And apparently, the virus is. Suffers if it's in heat, basically, like a lot of viruses do. Yeah, so in the summit, it should die down a little bit. You would I think so. But yeah, I just I, think I, I, I don't think they know what they're actually going to do at the moment. Yeah, now. I just think do what Italy have done and just postpone the season for a month, a month, a month or so. I think that's the best thing because. You can't play games behind closed doors. You know, football is nothing without fans, and clubs rely on fans. And are we yeah. still going to record podcasts if we have no games to talk about? <laughs> I mean, the university could be closed soon, so it's it's well, it's going to be very interesting. Six people have died in the in the UK so far, um, out of about sixty-one million people. Underlying health problems for a lot of them. Basically, a lot of them in the sixties or seventies. There was a fifty-three-year-old today, I think. Which yeah. Is, I think it, it is serious that these people are dying, obviously. But, um, yeah, of course. I'd be more concerned, in a way, if 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds were sort of dying, or young kids oh, yeah. as well. It, it, I mean, it would make you think, what the hell is going on? Apparently, it's not affecting kids as much as parents. No. But, it, you know, it is a very yeah, serious It is uh, very serious. Obviously, no, nothing like this has ever happened yeah. to us before, so I don't... The government seems to be, you know, obviously they've had a big day today with the budget, so they'll be getting back to the virus thing, I'm sure, later this evening. But um, 
it makes you wonder really if anybody knows what they're doing at the moment. Yeah. I mean, Syria, I had to take a stand because the country's closed down basically, so that, well, <laughs> people aren't going to go to football games yeah. whilst that's happening. Yeah. I mean, what would you do, Kev? Would you play games behind <coughs> closed doors or would you postpone them? If it meant finishing the season uh, with only nine games to go, I'd accept behind closed doors. Yeah. But you'd, then you'd find a lot of fans going down to the ground anyway. Yeah. They just so. sit in the pub and watch it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think postpone games. But if but I, if it means that if you postpone games, but if it means cancelling the season, then obviously I wouldn't play behind closed doors. I wouldn't trust the EFL to fulfil the fixtures. I just wouldn't. Yeah, no. yeah. I, I, I just don't think it, it would. Because they've even mentioned they're going to stop it as it is and not have promotion or relegation, well, which that, is yeah. a bit more worrying. That, that I mean, I'm, <coughs> I'm going to say something I can't just say on the podcast. <laughs> that cannot happen. No, no. Okay, can't. Well, um, that would be it, such a kick in the teeth. But it's one of the options, and it's very Leeds-like yeah. for that to happen on and, a great season. Yeah, and Liverpool-like as well, hopefully. It doesn't happen. No, um, they can't just say that. They, yeah. what, they, what they should do is go, right, well, there's only nine games left. Everyone is pretty much where they're going to be. So you two can go up. You three can go yeah. down. Everyone else can go and there. Fulham are getting the lawyers out thinking, well, I think we still have the chance of getting promoted. So, right, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you go wander around the quarantine area well, then. I'm going back to it. Nobody really knows what to do, I think, at the moment. Yeah. I mean, it certainly is interesting. It's a, it's <coughs> a very uh, a serious matter and it's a big concern. So if you are feeling unwell, I must say, if you are feeling unwell self-isolate contact your GP or any emergency service uh, just make sure to to um, stay hygienic wash your hands for 20 seconds they're saying yeah. and yeah. use tissues to prevent spreading and all that the so, thing um, is that at this time of the se- over Christmas you get a game every three days don't you but at this point in the season like there's going to be eight days between Huddersfield at home to mm. Cardiff away eight days where they could have played another game midweek so they could just squeeze the fixtures up yeah, well, that's what they're thinking in Italy. If they postpone for a month and then just yeah. squeeze every single well, game. I, I don't think anything's going to happen in the next couple of weeks anyway. So oh, I think yeah. up to the Luton game, there'll be six games to, to go. Maybe if things get serious, more serious then, they'll have to make a firm decision. Yeah. But with six games to go, I think, you know, there's, there's not much of a season I think, left. I think if you there. get to five or six games left, everyone is where roughly where they're going to be. Yeah, I, I, you can't. you can't just... Go with that, really, because there's there's, <laughs> there's plenty to play the for. Teams, still. The teams that are going down would be absolutely yeah, living. Yeah, there's, there's plenty to play for still. If we're um, sixteen points clear of third in three games time, then you've got to say, well, check your on lead you promoted. Yeah, if, yeah, you, if you're but, mathematically up, I think they should just say yeah, that but anyway. We're not so, or if, or, or if you're mathematically yeah. down, but we're not. But anyway. we're not, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> but it is a very interesting one to watch out for. But um, yeah, just make I, sure. I honestly don't think make sure gonna stay safe. I think we're just going to keep doing things as they are. Um, Leeds fans as well. They'll probably go down to the game. A few people will have drones hover over the ground <laughs> and sort of show the game <laughs> somewhere. Streaming it. <laughs> yes. I mean, Leeds fans did not take into consideration the notice Leeds United put out the day before the game. Mm. Don't hug and high five people, but the limbs two minutes in was yeah. yeah they were not shaking hands before the game, and obviously um, they were celebrating while the goal. But they all shake hands after the game, so I don't understand yeah. the point in that. Yeah, yeah. but um, of course it is very concerning. And as I say, if you do feel unwell, make sure you know you you. Do, do what you need to and just to stay well and healthy but uh, yeah it's something to watch out for uh, let's keep an eye out on, on uh, all that um, on some other news then and the Elite United Academy player Liam McCarran has been named in Scotland under 19 squad for their elite round fixtures against France Russia and uh, Georgia 
And uh, Stuart Dallas has also been called up to uh, Northern Ireland squad for their upcoming <coughs> Euro 2020 playoff semi-final against Bosnia and Herzegovina. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if uh, these upcoming international games will be played, what a of course. season Dallas is having as well. Oh yeah, player, fantastic. He's a shout for player of the season, really, given he's been he asked is, to play, yeah. play in so many positions. Oh, he is for me. He is for me, definitely. Um, but of course, it'll be interesting to see if these upcoming international games will still be played. Um, but if they are, then hopefully everyone stays safe. And, but of course, congratulations to him for, for being called up to represent the country. Um, it's quite a good tradition of playing Scottish players at Leeds over the mm. years. We've had some very good Scottish players, so we can have a few good more. Well, yeah. we did. We had uh, we had enough one at one time to have uh, obviously five sides games against England and stuff. So. Yeah, and the kind of re- uh, Revy era. Yeah. We, we've had other good players. We've had obviously Strachan's obviously the probably well, more standout famous one. player yeah. Yeah, recently. Yeah. yeah, I've obviously got Cooper in the squad at the moment. Who's uh, from Hull, but technically Scottish internationally. <laughs> For some reason. Sorry, Douglas, who is actually Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taking news then, um, as we mentioned last week, Leeds United's game against Blackburn Rovers away at Ewood Park will be televised on Sky Sports uh, with a game now kicking off at 7.45pm on Friday All the 3rd of well. April. Yeah. Tickets sold in about 40 minutes. Yeah, fair game. Stuart Dallas liked a tweet that yeah. was just saying... Um, I'm sick of the uh, sick of the state of this panic buying seven <laughs> seven thousand seven hundred tickets to, uh, to, to yeah. spend, spend the night in Lancashire. Yeah, that was a brilliant tweet. I mean, for a televised game on a Friday night when it's really busy around the M62 on yeah, a Friday evening, and well. Blackburn charged forty pound for a ticket. Yeah. They allocated seven thousand seven hundred tickets, and we sold out in about ten minutes. Just fantastic support, Charles. Apparently, yeah, I do. I do feel I don't often feel sympathy for other clubs, but in this case, I do. I feel, do feel a bit for Blackburn because apparently they have a, have a meeting at the start of the season with all the other clubs to determine how much they're going to charge each other yeah. and they offered to charge <coughs> Leeds you know somewhere in the region of 25 whereas Leeds obviously went no we're charging you 39 so Batman have obviously gone right sodgy we'll charge you 40 <laughs> which is fair enough because they don't get any attendance anyway they have like 11,000 and Leeds yeah. will buy them anyway so. So, uh, yeah we always get a huge allocation we'll go in home end as well anyway it's, uh, it's Preston and Blackburn always give us the biggest allocation isn't it and their Blackburn have always been very generous with the ticket allocation yeah I mean I've been to Blackburn a few times over the last few seasons because oh, yeah. could get a ticket quite easily yeah, if, you, if you figure it out how much money 7,700 tickets and 40 quid well, over 300 it's over grand. 300 grand yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean they, they've made some money from well, there haven't revenue, they is it? I mean they're probably paying the wage bill for a couple of weeks yeah. it's not bad yeah. revenue at all but uh, fantastic sport from Leeds United as ever just shows that t- that ticket prices just do not matter especially for Leeds United fans so yeah, um, yeah fantastic there um, also regarding tickets Fulham haven't sold out their away allocation for the game on the 18th of March at Ellen Road so Leeds fans can now purchase tickets in the West and Lower and Kev they'll, they'll definitely sell out won't they yeah they'll be sold out straight away because obviously every home game this season it's been more or less a sellout I suppose really and uh, Probably Leeds fans says, well, we don't really need the away fans. Let's just have Leeds fans. We'll, we'll all celebrate together. You know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> obviously, it was nice having a you know a bit of an away falling on Saturday and a bit of you know banter between those and the Huddersfield fans. I would rather us charge less. I would rather have more yeah. away fans there. Yeah, I agree. It's nice to have a few a few uh, away fans. So. Yeah, better atmosphere. If, if they just yeah. if they kind of put the ceiling on it and said we're not charging anybody more than kind of twenty eight to thirty quid for an away ticket on the road, I think we get a lot more people there. Yeah, yeah, that would be fine. And I used to uh, prefer them on the in the cheese wedge bit as well, but obviously depends what club. I think, I think it's in, it? security concerns as well because yeah. it's much easier to police people in the west stand. Yeah, and because it's more more tame stand for a yeah. start, and yeah. it's easier to divide the west stand yeah, than yeah. the and, south stand. And also growing up in the family stand, the away fans were in the cheese wedge. Now I'm thinking. They've put the away fans stick to the family stand. 
Like who decided on that? And the south stand as well. And the, the, the cheese wedge though is really noisy these days. Yeah, it? it's good, good atmosphere yeah. in there. Probably yeah. better than the south stand, really. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, we're quite close to it, so we get involved in a lot. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, of course, let's now look ahead to Leeds United's next game, which sees them travel to Cardiff City on Sunday. It's a one pm kickoff live on Sky Sports. One pm kickoff. Yeah. Who's deciding these things? <laughs> no idea. It's not even no on idea. proper Sky TV. No, it's on the red button. Uh, red button, I think. Because of the Wales so international. So not, not only are we playing a ridiculous time in the afternoon, we're not even on proper Sky. On yeah. a Sunday as well. <laughs> we're going to have the, the, the red button commentators, yeah. which are even worse Clip than the actual No replays, no. with a camera being in like with a dodgy 240p. I don't know people's names. Grainy 480p coverage. Yeah, that's going to be off. <laughs> Ra- it'll probably be raining as well. It's always raining when you're on the I hope red the button. commentator's yeah. done his research on the players anyway. At least. <laughs> oh, Doesn't call them Adam Ayling and <laughs> Luke Forshaw. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Charles, are you expecting a tricky game on Sunday? It's always hard against them because they play Harris that horrible shithouse brand of football. Yeah. That long ball, long throw free kick Aidan Flint kicking it 80 feet in the air type of football that we hate playing against so, yeah. and it's Neil Harris who, yeah. who, who has, who's yeah we never do well against a, Neil Harris do we we've got a bit of history with him and it's away which is always, and it, we, we've got a terrible record against Cardiff anyway yeah we, we, we do not do well at all they're two points behind the playoffs if they get a win on so they'll jump ahead of Preston which they will want so it's a it's a big well, game for them as well we really owe them really we owe them for the three all draw obviously at Ellen Road when we should have Spanked them about five or six. I mean, we're three 0 up. I, I remember yeah. in the uh, Christensen was manager, and they beat us four one at Ellen Road, and yeah. we didn't even score our goal. So Bamba did. Scored an own goal. <laughs> Agent and, Bamba. And we actually, I was actually laughing in the stand that Bamba had scored. Yeah. <laughs> scored and Janssen for us. got bored and got uh, subbed up before half time. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, uh, there's two reasons I said one for the three 0 Obviously, we were three 0 up and drew three all, which was scandalous. The other one was Cleek was always remembered for making that mistake on the halfway line when he got. Um, I don't, I th- an I think, opportunity. I think to he's play. probably got more memorable moments since then. <laughs> yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying that, against Wednesday. People used to remember him for that mistake. Yeah. Oh, he made that mistake at Cardiff, didn't he? He's rubbish and all this. Obviously, he's redeemed himself about 83 times since then. <laughs> but it would be nice for him to banish that memory by scoring the winner. Yeah, if, if, if he scored against them, that'd be yeah. good. Um, but yeah. I, I am a little bit worried because this, yeah. this is a fairly crucial game given what else is going on because Fulham are playing Brentford so that's a huge game in the, in the context By of the By the time we play yeah. we'll know what the re- obviously the, all the results will be but including West Brom and Fulham on the yeah. evening. West Brom obviously they've got uh, West Midlands <coughs> derby there so that'll be difficult. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Pep can do us another favour there. That'd be nice. It's got Hogan can, can, can nick us a draw that'd be nice. Yeah. I mean it definitely is a big game but it, you know it is very tough. We'd never do well against Cardiff. Uh, we Lost the last, we've lost three and drawn one of the last four meetings. And in fact, since 1984, we've only beaten them three times, which is yeah, just ridiculous. Yeah. Remember we, that time we, we beat him midweek and uh, under Redfern and um, Ducara was carrying Antonucci yeah. on his back, with yeah. Yeah. and everybody was celebrating like we won the World Cup or something. We've been yeah. 2 0, <laughs> and it was just another game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was <laughs> another game. That meant yeah. when we finished 15th or something, you finished 14th instead of 15th. Yeah. Yeah. But the celebration was why because we actually beat Cardiff in Cardiff. <laughs> we haven't, um, to be fair, we didn't, we haven't played him much over the years, though. Was we a, haven't. There was, there was a, I think it was a stretch between like 84 yeah, and 2002 yeah. where we, we didn't play him at all, and we didn't know. To be fair. Yeah. It's, about, it's like the Brentford game we haven't beat them since what the 50s but we've already played them about 8 times <laughs> yeah <laughs> but play, play Cardiff many times since 1984 and only won 3 times so we don't have a good record against Cardiff and we never do well against uh, Neil Harris either but I mean on paper we should 
you know, Leeds should win. I mean, Cardiff, they're very inconsistent at the moment. I'm very happy with the point. They, they, yeah. they derailed our last winning run, though. Yeah, they did. But, you know, Cardiff, so at, the moment, yeah. Cardiff at the moment, inconsistent. Um, yeah. Also, well, the good news, now for the good news, <laughs> and now for something completely different, the good news... Uh, Lee Tomlin is injured, and he was—he was, he was their best player. He was their best player yeah. at Ellen Road. He, I he, mean, he's he got a fantastic goal. He I think he scored twice, didn't he? In the second half that, that afternoon. Yeah, so yeah. They've, lo- they've lost him, which is which is a good, which is good. Um, but people talk about the pressure of Leeds, though. Look at the pressure on West Brom. Uh, losing at home to Wigan the other week, not not scoring, obviously, and then drawing nil nil. I know Swansea's not an easy place to go, but drawing nil nil as well. They're finding it hard as well. That was a really poor game of football. I watched the highlights. Of that. Mm. Yeah, of the highlight. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was pretty much. It was about thirty seconds, and I think uh, there was a ball that got whipped across, and uh, Hal Robson Carmo missed it by about six yards, and that yeah, was that was their best was chance. It. Yeah, um, it was that kind of game. Yeah, but Cardiff they are very inconsistent at the moment, though. They've lost three, drawn two, and won two of the last seven league games. games. They? Yeah, they did beat Boundsy two 0 away last Saturday, did, though, yeah, in the yeah. last game. So Boundsy, though, they're down the relegation zone for a reason. Yeah, but Boundsy have been on a good run recently, though. So decent result there. They're still not a good team. Um, yeah. Still, but Cardiff, they are ninth in the league on 54 points, three places, but just two points below the playoffs. So they'll be hoping to work their way into the top six, without a doubt. So, you know, it's a big game for them too, really. And, Kevin, it is going to be a hard game for us. Of it will, because they've got a big team, haven't they? Like, um, Very good players. Albert Adoma, Josh yeah. Murphy, Joe Rawls, mm. Gina Hoylett. It will be easy at all, but the way we've been playing recently, though, you just fancy us to do something, don't Yeah. You? Yeah, we we definitely should clean sheets and scoring worldies. And yeah. Stuart Dallas in his interview claimed that uh, vengeance for them for you know obviously getting the three three draw wasn't on his on their mind, but it'll be on the fans' mind. Yeah, hopefully we get some revenge there. Um, over to whoscored.com then. Uh, Cardiff's uh, characteristics, so they are very strong at the following: shooting from direct free kicks, attacking set pieces, coming back from losing positions, creating scoring chances mm. and aerial duels, and they are strong at finishing scoring chances and. Uh, strong at protecting the lead. I think it's Tomlin that scores their direct free kicks. That's the other good news. Yeah. <laughs> so we knock one of them off. He has been their best player this season by yeah. far. Yeah. It's like it, it, that's like Jed Wallace for Millwall is just yeah. by far their best player. Yeah. But they do have quite a lot of strengths there. So yeah, um, yeah, it's not too good. We, we know exactly what we're going to get. It's just if we can defend it better this time. Yeah. Um, they are yeah, weak. It went wrong. Remember last time because we, we took Bamford off three 0 up. Everything looked great. Uh, crowd were going crazy. Three 0 up. Took Bamford off. Um, Things started getting a bit airy after that, so it makes you just shows you in a way what. I took Berardi off with Struik as well before they scored their third. That was a crazy decision, though. I'd have kept Berardi on and maybe shoved another centre back on as well, like he did, but not take Berardi off. Yeah, yeah you, you, you think just chuck him on for like click or something, just defend that last Yeah, five yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, mistakes made that afternoon, but hopefully we made up for it since then. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cardiff, the week at defending counter attacks, which we do a lot. We did um, counter-attack them really well in the first yeah. half. Yeah, um, yeah. El, El Costa's first goal at Ellen Road was yeah. just a, a counter-attack. Attack. Yeah. Two um, up after eight minutes. Yeah. Um, they are very weak at keeping possession of the ball and very weak at defending against skillful players. We've got skillful players, so we're going to have a field day set, here. Set Jackie on them. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> um, Cardiff style of play, they take a lot of shots, control the game in the opposition's half, attack, yeah, they uh, attack through the middle, uh, long balls, attempt crosses often and the, take the long shots. Got injured or, or after. <laughs> the, the, the long balls are we, and the crosses, we know that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I noticed Flint was on the bench at the weekend, so I don't know if he's out of favour or out of form at the moment, but you can see him maybe coming back on... Uh, Sunday and giving uh, Mesley a tough time at Carlos. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, 
Lee Tomlin's miraculous return from injury on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah. Yeah. Of course, Leeds go into this Sunday's game unbeaten in six, winning five and drawing one. Just need to continue that run. Continue that run, really. Yeah. Um, if you get any consistency, given how random this league has been, if any consistency whatsoever, you yeah, will get yeah. promoted. You just will. Yeah. Um, will we win yeah. this Sunday then? What's your score prediction, Charles? I can see it's conceding in this game, to be honest. I think it'll be 2-1 leads. I'm going to go optimistic and go 2-1 leads. Yeah, but I, I would, honestly, I wouldn't mind if we drew as long as we beat Fulham the game after. Yeah. Kev? I think it's going to be like another uh, Reading away type performance where it's going to be nothing much in it for about 90 minutes and we'll just pull off a, a victory. So... 1-0. Yeah, 1-0. 1-0. Yeah. 1-0 leads, Kev is going for. Yeah, I, I reckon we'll concede. I'm, I'm bored with you. I'm going to go 3-1. <laughs> Three one leads. I'm just hoping Mesley don't make his first sort of uh, serious error. Yeah, it'd be nice for him to keep he another clean sheet. A little bit of an error. He did, with, yeah. the, with the shot. Fumbled the ball. Fumbled the ball from a shot. Yeah. Nobody yeah. were there to follow it up, thankfully. Well, I mean, they were, just Brady was there first. Yeah. 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 I mean, it'll be nice for him to keep another clean sheet, won't it? He'd just look a confident lad, though, you know, pretending to sort of throw it out down the middle and he goes <laughs> like that, you know. He's, he's very good, Mesley, yeah, and he's. Distribution on, sat- on uh, last Saturday was very good as well. Yeah, he picked so. out Costa with on his weak foot. Yeah, uh, he pinged the ball yeah. to him, didn't he? Which, Which was, was a beautiful ball, yeah. yeah. Costa, for me, he, he just about managed to control it. Yeah, he, he kind of... Nearly <laughs> 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 gave it away, didn't he? He's got, he's got really good close control that's held the Costa. He, he controls it so weirdly. Yeah, like, yeah. He'll come off the top of his knee or... I think he was trying to flick it onto somebody, but he didn't quite manage it. And he went to his other foot and he just balanced himself. Yeah. But yeah, we're a great little ping there, yeah. Um, other games to watch out for this weekend then Fulham take on Brentford in the Friday night game come on Brentford uh, <laughs> I want a draw there actually yeah. I actually yeah. want a draw um, West Brom have the uh, early Saturday game uh, West uh, Midland Derby against Birmingham um, who else is playing not in a forest not in a forest they away at Sheffield Wednesday so they'll probably win that funny if they lose though <laughs> that <laughs> would be funny <laughs> and um, everyone else don't, don't really matter don't really matter I can actually see Wednesday winning that game you know because of how, how bad they've been. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Well, they've um, done that before, haven't they? Went through an, an awful spell and they beat somebody. I don't know who it was now. But the, do you remember when they were like third earlier in the season and we yeah. were second and they were, they were on about like robbing us of an auto spot and then yeah. we're now like 18 points clear of them or something stupid? Yeah, even when we played them at Hillsborough and we were 0-0, oh yeah, Monk was so... We were, I thought we were the better team and all this business. Wednesday fans saying, oh, you couldn't beat us. But yeah, I think Ali- we changed Alioski a bit. H- hit the post though at one point and near the end of the game he probably should have scored. Yeah, from ahead. Um, Bamford had a chance just before half time, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, Westwood was it? Pulled off a great save. Um, but certainly a big weekend coming up in the Championship. A lot of big games to watch out for, and hopefully, Leeds United do the business away at Cardiff on That's all Sunday. That yeah, it's all that matters. Uh, but that does bring us to the end of uh, episode 58 of the All Things Least podcast. Thank you very much, as always, Charles, for joining me in the studio. No worries, mate. Thanks for And uh, thank you very much as well to Kev Mark for Great coming on. Great to be here. And remember that, you know, the food banks are open yes. two hours before kickoff, every home game. And it'd be great to see people coming down for the next home game on uh, Wednesday the 18th. Yeah, definitely get down to the food banks if you uh, can help out in any uh, way. Um, but yeah, really good to have you on, Kev. Really do appreciate Great coming on again. Um, and uh, thank you uh, as well to everyone who has uh, listened or watched. We uh, really do uh, appreciate it. If you enjoyed them, why not uh, subscribe and follow the podcast? Give us a five-star rating if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Share as well. Uh, make sure to follow All Things Leads on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Search Bob Things Leads 1 on 
on Twitter and Instagram. Search All Things Leeds on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Search All Things Leeds on there and check out the website as well. Follow Kev Markey on Twitter as well. What's your Twitter handle, Kev? Leeds United underscore mad. Give him a follow. And Leeds United Trust. Leeds United LUFC Trust on Twitter. Give, give him, give him. Keep, uh, uh, you know, keep keep uh, ahead of speed of what's going on at the Trust as well yeah 100% uh, Charles and I will be back next week we'll be back a little bit earlier next week of course Leeds United take on Fulham on the uh, on Wednesday night so me and Charles will be recording on the Monday so we'll be with you a lot earlier next week uh, so for now take care and we'll speak to you soon <laughs>